Welcome to the first episode of The Circle Path. My name is Alicia, and on this episode, we will be exploring the idea of astral projection and if indeed this is a real phenomenon. So sit back, relax, and let your mind wander. The Circle Path. According to Wikipedia, astral projection is a term used to describe an intentional out-of-body experience that assumes the existence of a soul or consciousness outside the physical body that is separate from the astral body and is capable of traveling throughout the known universe. Hello, my name is Adam Skaggs. This is the first episode of The Circle Path. Welcome. We're here. We're here, finally. <laughs> finally. We've been talking about doing this this podcast for several months now. Yeah. We just decided to just do it. Yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> this probably is probably not going to sound very good, but um, <laughs> we're going. We're going. We're going we're for this. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So went to a Bigfoot conference. <laughs> yeah, we went to CryptoCon. Yeah. We got inspired. We're doing it now. We're, yeah. Uh, we watched Hellier. Even more. Even more inspiration there. Yeah. Thanks, Dana. Thanks. Thanks, Craig. Um, so astral projection, astral projection. What about it? Well, why don't you start off with telling us a little bit about your story from when you were a kid? Tell us about, tell us about your experience. Well, I didn't know what astral projection was. Okay. So until I met you. Until you met you. So you experienced it, but you didn't. I had had experienced it and I had no idea what that was so as a kid um i would go to my room and i would i would describe it as i could i felt like i was being lifted from my bed and i would spin around my room and it scared the crap out of me. Now, did you see anything when you were outside of your body? I could... Uh, no, it was kind of like I was just floating around my room. Were you like Were you like next to the ceiling or were you just um, next to your bed? I was, or it was definitely above my bed. It wasn't like at the ceiling. Um, probably about halfway between my bed and my ceiling. Were you able to look back and see your body? Um, I, I did. I was able to at one point. 
Um, but not every time. Not every time. Um, it scared so, me. So it's, this happened multiple times. It happened multiple times. Okay. And it scared me. And I was scared to go to sleep because I was, here I was, five, six, seven years old. And I had no idea what was happening. And I would tell my parents that I was scared to go to sleep. <laughs> and they just were like, deal with it, kid. <laughs> so. So did you ever have anybody come in while one of these episodes was happening and you were able to see them? Honestly, I can't recall. I can't remember. Um, It was been, I'm old now. (laughs) So I don't remember. Yeah, we're old now. That's Um, okay. So I don't remember. But um, I remember being like fearful of telling people that I had these experiences. That I was crazy that... um, that something was wrong with me. And then you and I had a conversation and then I told you my experience and you said, um, that's astral projection. Yeah. And I said, what the heck is that? (laughs) Well, thankfully you married a weird person. So (laughs) you now know what happened to you. Um, okay. So, so you did that. What, I can I can remember um, frequently feeling like snapped back into my body, like that falling sensation. You know that feeling that you would have, um, like you have those dreams where you're falling and then you just kind of feel like you've been like plopped down on the bed and you feel the bed jolt. And oh yeah, yeah. And you have that feeling. Like I had that feeling a lot. Um, Was it always associated with these weird experiences or just? I can't recall, but I mean, I definitely know that they did happen together. Okay. Um, But I mean, I remember having a lot of those like jumping, like falling dreams, you know, a lot. Okay. Um, Is this something that you probably want to pursue again (laughs) and see if you could figure out what what the hell is going on? I don't know. After having conversations with you, it scares me. I think it's pretty cool. I don't know. What what scares you about it? Is it the guardian of the threshold or is it the the shadow people you might see? I don't know. Or the aliens that might come in and talk to you? I don't know if there's aliens, whatever, but I don't know. It just scares me. Oh, okay. Um but you found out about this through your dad, right? Yeah, so um yeah, the 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 first time I heard about astral projection was like I don't know I'm 35 now I think I heard about it when I was probably 10 years old um my dad introduced me to a person named Tuesday Lobsang Rampa which was which it was a guy that put out a bunch of books and he claimed to be a reincarnated uh Lama from from Tibet, and he talked all about different psychical functions, so astral projection, telepathy, the whole nine. He wrote this book. I can't remember the name of the book though. Um, I'll I'll put it in the show notes so everyone can see it. Anyway, so um, yeah, so he told me all about 
about astral projection and how this is how this is a thing. And he told me he once left his body and and came, it was left the second floor and came to the down to the first floor. And I thought that was the coolest shit I think I've ever heard. So he gave me this book and he said, you can read this book. And I started reading this book. And ever since I have been a, I've been an effing weirdo. <laughs> Thanks dad, by the way. Um, no, no, like it's, it's like I've been obsessed with it ever since then. Never actually been able to do it. However, I've been like trying to get to that point. I've been close a few times. So what's stopping you? Being scared, being a big pansy like you are. (laughs) Like we're both big pansies. I want to do it. Like I've read all the books. Like I have Robert Bruce's book. Okay, so. I've got Robert Monroe's book. So what's ha- so what's happening? So you, okay, so you what's going on with astral projection? So we le- we're leaving the body. So 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 it's like a cord, right? Like, so there's different there's different theories, but essentially, you're you have a body that a subtle body that leaves your physical body, and can travel what's called the etheric the ethereal realm the etheric realm robert bruce calls it the real time zone and what this is is essentially a copy of the physical world and while not always the same it's almost a mirror of the physical plane but there's also other there's other subtle bodies that you can travel in different realms so there's the mental the mental body there's these there's the uh emotional body there's there's other things but the most common is the etheric body that's the one that separates and you can see the silver cord and you know you can travel to mars with it or whatever you know um yeah so that's that's kind of where that's kind of what it is i guess in a nutshell so would you say that somebody that has those feelings of I'm falling and their body's kind of vibrating and then they feel like they just kind of snap back into bed. Is that always an astral projection or is that your body's way of attempting to leave and then you get scared and it comes back or like, what do you think that is? So thinking, so Remember, I'm not an expert. No, but, I know. But from what I've read, like uh, Robert Bruce says, when you feel that, that's your etheric body separating from your body. So there's 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 a real time zone copy that leaves, but when it leaves and it's coming back, if it doesn't orient orient itself to correctly to your to your physical body, then that's what. That's what the jerk is from. So if it doesn't come in the exact same way that your body is oriented, then you jerk, I think. Okay. I think that's how it works, but I don't know for sure. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. So what are you scared about? 
So, okay. So, the Guardian of the Threshold, I'll just describe that. Sorry if you guys heard a phone on the on the, the microphone. Anyway, so, um, remember, this is our first episode, and we, we're not very good, but... Uh, anyway, so, the Guardian of the Threshold... They know. <laughs> <laughs> they got the memo. They already turned it off. Yeah, they already... <laughs> <laughs> they long since turned this shit off. This is stupid sounding. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so um, yeah, I'm afraid of like like sleep paralysis. Like that shit scares the piss out of me. What do you mean by sleep paralysis? Like where your mind is awake but your body's asleep. So like, why would that happen with? So it happens every to everyone. I know, but so if it happens to everybody, then why would you be afraid? It, it, it happens naturally. It's a natural phenomenon that happens when you go to sleep because your body does that so that you don't, you don't, your body doesn't run a, run around when you're trying to sleep and do crazy, crazy shit when you're running, when you're sleeping, right? It's like trying to act, act out your dreams or whatever. Right. So... Um, but you're normally not conscious for that part, but in a astral projection, sometimes your body is asleep, but your mind is awake as you're, as you're shifting. But if that shift doesn't happen, you're seeing, you're seeing with your etheric eyes, right? Even if your mind, even if your, your eyelids are closed, you're still able to see. Mm-hmm. And that's why you could see all this crazy shit in your room. You're like, what What the hell is happening? You know, you see, you know, the the red-eyed demon in the corner or, like, the hag sitting on your chest and you can't, you feel like you can't breathe. Right. But, um, yeah, that's what scares me. But, I mean, it doesn't happen to everyone. I mean, it does happen, but you have to know this is, this is, this is what it is. It's not a... It's not a bad thing most of the time. So you were reading this book, and we were talking about this, and you were like, yeah, I want to talk about that because I've never heard of this. Oh, The Guardian of Threshold? Yeah. So what's that? So from my understanding, like, The Guardian of Threshold is is basically... I mean, if I'm wrong, you guys, I mean, anybody that's listening could let us know that I'm wrong, but, like, I think it's... It's essentially there as a barrier to keep you from from projecting successfully if you're not ready emotionally or physically, whatever, right? Okay. So, it and it can manifest in multiple multiple different ways, right? So it can manifest in the red eye demon in the corner, or the or the hag on your chest, or whatever, right? So. So you never heard of that before? I had never heard of that, but I've heard of those specific manifestations, but never heard it in the in the sense that it's called the guardians or the guardian of the threshold. So I I was reading a little bit more about it. They were talking about, I guess this is like something that was coined by the Theosophical Society, right? So um, Rudolf Steiner, he kind of expanded on it a little bit. But essentially, it's it was it was coined by the Theosophical Society, and 
uh, Blavatsky, um, and it's kind of associated with with the Aramon phenomenon in from Theosophy, essentially. And you know, it's like, uh, I mean, that's really, I mean, <laughs> that's really all I know about it. I'm not, I'm not very well versed in that. So all I know is it. The specific manifestations scare the piss out of me, as well as the sleep paralysis. That's why I have not gotten to that point. I have gotten to the vibrational state. There's there's something called the vibrational state. So, so like, how does that? Okay, so if if I were to go ahead and say like I want to try to do this, yes, I want to leave my body. Because, I mean, you and I have had these conversations where it's like, yeah, you can literally leave your body and go see what Jenny down the road's doing and see if your kids are doing bad stuff at a friend's house or, I mean, you can do all kinds of crazy crap, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so... Like how, 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 how would you do that? Like, how do you do that? Like if you're intentionally trying to do this, like how, how would you do that? So there, there's different ways that different methods that people use. So like, so there's like the 3am method where, you know, you'll, you go to bed and you set your alarm for 3am. Let's say you get up, I don't know, go to the bathroom or whatever, get something, something, something to drink. And then you come back to bed like 10 or 15 minutes later. And then you focus on, let's say there's a rope. Pretend there's a rope above you. Mm-hmm. And you picture yourself grabbing a rope and climbing up this rope. And focus on focus on relaxation and grabbing this rope with your arms. Although your arms are not actually being used it's you you visualize it right okay and then at some point you'll you'll be able to sit up you'll you'll sit up out of your body and you can either roll out or you can just sit up stand up right i mean that's kind of like the most common method like the rope method the 3 a.m method um that's the one that I've tried. I've gotten close. And in the in, during that time, something called the the vibrational stage. So the vibrate your body will start to you'll feel like you're vibrating. Yeah. And you'll you'll it's hard to explain, but you'll you'll it'll feel like your vi- your body's vibrating and you'll be able to sit like feel as if you're like in a earthquake or something like that your body is completely vibrating and then at that point it's either you're going it's going to happen or it's not going to happen so that's the that's the method i would use that's the method i would so what other methods are there um i mean there's there's a bajillion different ones okay um you can go out online and take a look if you if you guys are interested whatever but I mean, there's there's countless books being written or that have been written about it. Um, so but, why is it not that common then? I mean, I think it's you, more common than you know. 
So I would assume that people would think that people are just having an out-of-body experience, which is the same or different than an astral projection. So so they're synonymous, right? So an astral projection and an out-of-body experience are synonymous with one another. Okay. An NDE, a near-death experience, is different. Okay. So a near-death experience is when you're like, you get hit in the hit by a bus or something and you don't quite die you're hanging on by a thread right but you get thrown out of your body and you're it's a forced projection so is this can so is this like a soul is this your soul <clears throat> leaving your body or is this like something else i i don't think i mean this is personal opinion but i don't think it's your soul i think it's i think I think you have d- all of a lot of all of these subtle bodies together make up your soul, I think. However, they don't one aspect of them projecting is not your soul, I don't think. Now, if you're like if you if you leave your body in one of these and you go to one of these realms that is not the real time zone, as Robert Bruce would say, and you see your grandma that died five years ago, whatever, then um, you're seeing her soul, maybe, but you're not seeing, you're not experiencing your soul in that, in that environment, if that makes sense. So when you're, when you're projecting your real time, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not seeing ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you can. So I, I think, according to Robert Bruce, I mean, I keep going back to Robert Bruce because he's like top of mind right now. But you know, if you see, you can see earthbound, earthbound spirits, right? So earthbound spirits are people that choose or that are that have vices here on in the physical, right? So like if they've if they have a drinking problem, let's say. They can't move past that because if you when you when you die, this is not my personal opinion. This is Robert Bruce is what he says, but he says those vices carry over to past death, right? So past that point. So when you get into that into that realm, you still want that alcohol. So you're going to you're going to stay earthbound to get that alcohol, right? So you're going to try and use try and try and get into a place where you can get alcohol, right? So experience the feeling of alcohol again. So like uh, inhabit another body, let's say, and get that taste of alcohol or whatever, you know? So like when you go into the real time zone, according to him, and you go to these places, it'll feel very, very uh, muddy in like an ethereal way. So like it's very muddy and it's hard to move. And, you know, it's like, you can't, it's, it's hard to like, it's hard to, hard to, uh, I don't know. You, you, you can't, you can't navigate very well in those, in those, um, types of places because you're, you're in the presence of these types of entities. Right. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. That's what Robert Bruce says. Okay. So you're liking what he says. I am liking what he says. I mean, he's he's the most recent book I've read, so. Like, 
He's the most familiar. He's the most, yeah. He's a, he's the top of mind right now. So, gotcha. although I have read Robert Monroe, Robert Monroe's books, uh, I've got the William Buellman books. I've got the Thomas Campbell books. I've got I've got a lot of them. So, is your body vulnerable when your astral body leaves? No. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if I am, if I have projected, and some burglar comes into my house or something, am I able to snap back in? Like, do yeah, yeah, yeah. My, um, or can somebody hurt me via? the astral plane. No. So like if I have, this is going to sound really stupid. I have an enemy. I don't get along with somebody. Whatever. We're, we're enemies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm coming to stab you in the astral. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm going to freaking throat punch you. Okay. Like, um, and we're doing this. We're, we're throat punching. Okay. Astral. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you get hurt? Do you not? Like, what is that? What does that look like? I don't think, I mean, I don't think that you can get hurt out of your body. I think. Like, can you cut the cord? No. What happens? If you're dead, that cord will, will sever, right? So that's the only time. Yeah. Essentially. So, so your physical body always has like a, um, a remnant of your, I, I, it's escaping me now, but one of the, one of the things Robert Bruce says, he says that there's a, there's a part of your body or part of your subtle body that is always there in your physical. And it's there to maintain like the chakra system and, uh, a t- Basically, it's a it's a connection point from the the etheric bo- the etheric to your physical, and it's always there. The only time it leaves or is is pushed out is during during an NDE and or physical death. So it's always there. So there's no way for somebody or for for something, say the the red eyed demon in the in the corner, to come hop in your body and take over your body. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I I would posit that that's that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, now I've heard of like some crazy shit where like people go and fight on the astral. They go and like there's there's the different different esoteric orders called like like the Hermetic or of the Golden Dawn. Like they they test different entities in the astral, right? They'll they'll do different poses, they'll do different things to test entities and see if they're positive or negative entities, right? So, what does what does that look like? Uh, so, it's hard to describe the poses, but there's different there's different like hand gestures and stuff that they do. Okay. And if the entity can do it back to you in the same way then you know that it's it's their true form. They're a positive entity. 
because they can appear whatever they like, however they want. Okay. But if they're if they're a negative entity, then they they'll show their true form, and you know that they're you know job of the hut or something in the astral trying to eat your face, <laughs> right? What the so, shit? <laughs> I mean, like, so. Now, if that happened to me when I was a kid, I. <laughs> if you saw Jabba in your room, is that? Yeah, I would probably lose my shit. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you think you're scared if you're looking at the ceiling, but you look over and you're seeing Jabba. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be insane. It's pretty frightening. <laughs> Yeah. So is it real? Is it real? Yes, it's real. I I was I dreaming. I don't think you're. I don't think you were dreaming. I don't think you're dreaming. And I think we should both try this again. So, what do? Wonder what these uh, listeners think. Yeah, I mean, is it real? Is it real? Have you tried it? Yes. Have you tried? Have you guys tried it? We'd like to hear from you. Um, write in the comments. Write in the comments on the on the uh, you know on the podcast Apple thing or whatever. This, see, we're new to this. We we don't have we don't have all the lingo down. So uh, <laughs> drop us a line. Drop us a line. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so we so we will have a Twitter. We we have a Twitter. You can get us on Twitter. Tell us about your stories. Tell us about. We have a Twitter. Yes, we have a Twitter. Oh. Or we the will, Circle Path has a Twitter. We will have a Twitter by the time this oh, airs. Or Adam Skaggs has a Twitter. Well, he does too. <laughs> However, there will be a Circle Path Twitter <laughs> that they that the people can get us on. Oh. Okay. So okay. new. Yes, brand new, <laughs> brand spanking new. It probably has zero zero followers at the time that you're <laughs> you're looking at this. <laughs> Uh, if we're lucky, we'll have one. Yes. <laughs> Please follow us. We're lonely. Oh. Uh, yeah. So so yeah. so send us send us a message on Twitter. Tell us so, about tell us about your uh, your experiences. Tell us about all the crazy shit you've seen in your room. Uh, tell Adam. Help him out. Yeah. Tell help, me. Help a brother out. Well, t- uh, we'll tell Alicia too. She's gonna try it too. I'm not she's gonna she's to gonna go look either. she's gonna go look for Jabba. <laughs> I already found him. I looked in the mirror. Oh, <laughs> whoopsie! I keep, I keep looking at that candy like. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> Christmas. We've candy. got we got all the all the kids' Christmas candy that we're looking at it. <laughs> Do I have the Christmas candy or did I eat it all? <laughs> <laughs> is that why I can't find any? Yeah, I, I wanted some. It turns out I gained four pounds. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah. Um, so, um, give uh, Adam some tips. Yeah, give me some trick. tips. Let, let me let me know what you what. Tell what. him to man the hell up. <laughs> to, <laughs> just to, just do this thing. <laughs> yeah, just to, to, tell me how. Tell me what your method is for. Uh, getting out of your body tell me tell me uh what you guys use to get past that fear point and um we'll be putting i'll put all the all the all the reference material we use for this episode in the uh, show com- comments but um 
yeah cool this is our this is this episode is one episode one yeah down day one Tell us, tell us what we could we could do to change because <laughs> everything <laughs> we probably need to change all of the things yes and and our pro- all suck <laughs> <laughs> our production quality is, is is trying we're trying to we're trying to do good uh, at least with the microphones and stuff but yeah um <laughs> we are very noobs we're noobish so uh, this is our kids kids uh, college fun here so uh. <laughs> yeah this is kids college fun invested in all of these microphone equipment and all of that stuff so <laughs> please listen please follow us uh, and please listen okay cool all right if uh i'll be looking forward to hearing everyone on twitter and until next time this is adam and alicia for the circle path thanks thanks